0: Broadcasting to everyone from coast to coast, top to bottom, from our studios in Warhope on the mid-north coast of New South Wales, it's another episode of Sparky's Live with your fantastic host, Grant Dilko. Hello folks, welcome to Sparky's Life. I'm your host, Grant Dilko. Today on the show we'll be talking about working road trips and electrical fault finding, So let's get the show started. I missed putting out the show last week as Helen and myself went on a working road trip to Cowra, which is about a nine hour drive out west of New South Wales. We have a builder friend called John, who lives in Port Macquarie. He is doing the building work out there. His son and daughter-in-law live in Kara. They own an old house there which they purchased about five years ago. They have started renovating the home and adding a bathroom ensuite and enclosing a back area to make into an extra TV room. We also had the chance to catch up with my uncle, Dallas Nyberg, who also lives in Kara. He is the local artist there who does paintings. I hope to get Dallas on the show one day, as he was born in Warhope and grew up here and once owned an artist shop in Timbertown before moving away. He's such a colourful and very funny character who has a lot of stories to share. To give you a rundown of Cowra, it's a small town in the central west region of New South Wales. It is the largest population centre and the council seat for the Cowra Shire. With a population of 9,863 people, Cowra is located approximately 310 metres above sea level on the banks of the Lachlan River in the Lachlan Valley. Cowra is situated between Bathurst, Orange and Young. In Cowra, there are a lot of old homes and buildings there which are a renovator's dream. These towns out west of New South Wales have a lot of mining, wind turbines and solar farms. A lot of tradespeople work shift work in these areas, which could be above ground or underground working. They work a 12 hour shift, seven days on, seven days off. The days vary from mine to mine. So on their days off, they really don't need to work. So the local businesses and residents have to wait for long periods of time, maybe six months or longer to get any trade work done. Or in some cases, they can't get any trades at all. So for all you tradies out there listening to my podcast, there is a lot of work in these towns and I mean a lot. So if you don't mind traveling and living away from home for a bit, you could make a lot of money. Now I just want to talk a little bit on electrical fault finding. Fault finding is a big part of our job. When the lights and power decide to go out or start tripping the safety switches in the switchboard, it mainly happens when it's been raining heavily due to a storm. This is when electricians' phones start ringing off the hook, especially on the weekends or late at night. A lot of the time it's water getting inside light fittings due to leaky roofs and outside power points. Water always finds a path down the cable entry point into a light fitting. Outside weatherproof power points are also on the hit list for water ingress as well. It's usually the power point not sealed properly or the waterproof seal has broken down over time. Also, if the underground conduit fills up with water, it can rise up. It can get trapped and pool inside the power point or light point. Here at Dilko Electrical, we find that during the storm season, it's nearly always something that is connected outside, equipment and or points out in the weather. All of this could be avoided by placing all outbuildings on different circuits to the ones that control the the home or main building. Outbuildings can be pools, pumps and pool sheds. Pumps for septics and water tanks, sheds and even granny flats. Lately we have been called out to jobs where the tripping has been caused by one of these outbuildings or pumps. Outbuildings and pumps can also cause overloading on circuits if they're shared with the home as well. This is why they need to be on their own circuits, independent to the house or main building. When it comes time for the electrician to fault find and test, if all these items are on their own individual circuits at the switchboard, this would save time and money for you as the homeowner or business owner it would make the electrician's job more easier to find the problem and less stressful. Now, this leads me to another issue, which is not enough circuits inside the home and cables not big enough. Years ago, when houses were built in a time when there was less technology and less powerful appliances, the cables inside the walls, ceiling spaces, under floors and number of circuits were good for that era. Now, with all the new technology products and powerful kitchen appliances like heated dishwashers, cooktops, ovens, laundry dryers, large heat lamps in bathrooms or heaters in outside areas, the cables in the walls, ceiling spaces and under floors are no longer big enough to take all that extra current that heats up smaller cables. And in some cases, Brand new and extra circuits need to be installed. The electrician has to find a way to install bigger cables inside these walls, ceiling spaces and under floors. Now, I'm not complaining or having a whinge. I'm just simply pointing this out because most people are unaware of what is required and no, there is not an endless supply of power. The power grid can only handle so much before it checks out. So to avoid bill shock and a panic attack and a trip to the hospital, it's always good to get the electrician in before any work, renovations or major purchases of appliances or granny flats is done. So you understand what is required and how much it's gonna cost you. A quote is a good step in the right direction. Hope this has been helpful. So that's all for now folks but before I go if there is anything you'd like me to talk about on future episodes maybe want to ask a question or be on the show you can do that by contacting us on any of our social media sites such as Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn all under the name of DILCO Electrical or our website is electricianwarhope.com.au all the links to what I've just mentioned will be in the show notes. Thanks for listening to Sparky's Life. I'm your host, Grant Dilko. Keep safe and catch you on the next one. All my,
1: friends, a small town. my parents live in the same small town. My job is a small town. Provides little life. Educated in a small town, taught to fear of Jesus in a small town, used to daydream in that small town. Another boring romantic, that's me. But I've seen it all in a small town, had myself and ball in a small town an L.A. doll and brought it to this small town Now small town just like me Oh, I cannot forget from where it is that I come from I Cannot forget the people who really love me Well, I can be myself here in this small town And people let me be just what I want to be yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing against a big town. Still hazy enough to say, Look who's in the big town. But my bed is in a small town. Oh, and that's good enough for me. Well, I was born in a small town. And I can breathe in a small town. Gonna die in a small town. Oh, and that's probably where the